turned me into a dog. Can you believe this? And you're invited too! Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Obscurities. I'm your co-host and brother, Jams. I'm your co-host and sister, Melissa. And welcome to another episode where we look back on old cartoons that you feel like only you remember. Today, Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about 1980s classic kid video. But first, we do our first section of the show where we talk about anything new or any new shows or cartoons or whatever that we've been watching recently. This segment's called What's New Scooby-Doo. Mel, what's new Scooby-Doo with you? Uh, (laughs) What's new Scooby-Doo with me? Uh, I guess it's What's Old Scooby-Doo. I've been a big fan for a while of a YouTube channel called New Rockstars that does breakdowns of movies and coverage of movie news, MCU, DC, like lots of comic book sci-fi nerd stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do amazing work. They're always the first place I go to when I want to learn more about what does this trailer mean? What is this Easter egg in this movie? I really like what they do. And they've started doing a new miniseries on the channel called Fitness Origins, where they're doing MCU-themed exercise challenges. Okay. Yeah, like they've got, you know, one of the hosts is very, very buff. And it's him leading two of the other hosts who are not buff through like these exercises every week. And like they do one set exercises at home and then one sort of competition that they do together in the same space. And they're all each one is themed after a different MCU movie and they, they operate in phases. They just entered phase three of their workouts. Wow. And these are videos they- that they put they release? Yeah, yeah, they're like 20-minute videos. They've been doing it for, I don't know, like eight weeks now. I like them a lot. They're It's good inspiration. It's very entertaining. They're so funny. And there's a, a side channel called uh, Epic Hero Fitness, I think, where they're posting the workout videos that these guys have been following along with. And those are great. I've just watched the first one so far. I did it like three times to like build up practice with it. And yeah, it's some solid exercises that you go along with. And then as a break between rounds, uh, you get to play MCU trivia. That's great. So it's like, do these high knees and also please name the cities where the sanctums are. (laughs) Well, it's high knee China. Uh, (laughs) No, uh, that's cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. What do you think is like, what's your favorite... So they're all like themed after MCU stuff, right? Yeah. What's your favorite one? Oh, <laughs> um, I I liked what they did for Ant Man because they invented this whole thing. Like, we think this woman is a Hydra agent and she's smuggling Pym particles in her purse, and we need to shrink you down and put you inside her purse. So it's these two guys on like the stage filled with huge props. Like there's like like a six foot tall iPhone, a huge like lip gloss tube, like they made Ant-Man scaled props. And the game with that one is that they've got these like rubber balls that are supposed to represent the PIM particles. And you have to put the particles back in like the test tube. So it's, you know, they're basically shooting baskets. Wow. That sounds fun. I like it a lot. I recommend it. What was what was that series of videos called again? Uh, it's on the new Rockstars channel, and this is called uh, Fitness Origins. Nice. I will have to check they that might out. Be, 
they will probably be done by, by the time this podcast comes out. They just did uh, the one today was um, uh, well, next week's going to be Infinity War, the big one. So who knows what that's going to be? Yeah, uh, I guess they could start doing shows after that. More characters. There's a lot to tap into there. Yeah, I've thought about doing stuff like this on my own time. Like I thought, what if I watched Doctor Strange? And I did everything Doctor Strange does. Uh, like, I, I get in a car accident. <laughs> I shatter the bones in my hands. I have to I go to get... 12 years of medical school first. <laughs> but, but it's so much like arm motion in that, in that movie. That's how he does his wizardry is he waves his arms around. And sure, I could yeah. use with some of that, you know. If I just do every single, mo- if I copy every motion I see anybody doing in that movie, how many calories will I burn at the end of it? I'll be t- t- slimmer and I will have watched a Doctor Strange again, which is a reward you know, in itself. That's fair. If I could watch a movie and exercise in time with it, that seems pretty exciting. Yeah. That's, like, that's put the whole on basis Pacific- for a gym. <laughs> put on Pacific Rim and just like... <laughs> stomp around when they're in the jaeger well the thing with pacific gym is that that's a couple's workout <laughs> pacific gym pacific well, <laughs> that's it you know it. and that's a, there's another concept right there it's, it's pacific gym uh <laughs> it's like those those rides at six flags that yeah. like moves with you just not just six flags any any place that like yeah. has like hydraulics on the bottom yeah, it's just like that, but it's two treadmills <laughs> or two like right. walkers. Right. And like, don't don't be afraid of doing it by yourself. Remember that Stacker Pentecost piloted his Jaeger by himself. It eventually gave him radiation poisoning and he died. But he did it. Raleigh did, <laughs> did it. You can do it. He did. He did it without protein powder. Imagine when you could if you did it with protein powder. <laughs> He didn't have a sweatband on. That would have protected him. He didn't pay $24.99 for 12 months in advance for this, but you could. Mm -hmm. Pacific Gym. Pacific Gym. (laughs) That's great. I've been, I think we talked about this a little bit when we met up on Mother's Day, Mm -hmm. Uh, but but I finally watched uh, The Mitchells versus The Machines. Awesome. Did you watch it? I, I, yeah, that's what we actually covered on my other podcast, The Review Show. I recorded about that mere hours ago. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Well, al- allow me to mirror that in a smaller way. <laughs> okay. Uh, part, it's, two. It's, <laughs> part two. Part it's, two. It's so good. It's so good. I mm-hmm. waited a, a while to watch it uh, because I knew it was two hours, and I'm like, I have to section off a time to watch that straight, straight in a row. Uh, but it's an animated movie. It's on Netflix. It's by, uh, it's by Lord and Miller, who also did, mm-hmm. uh, Into the Spider-Verse. So it's already a amazing, uh, writing team, but yeah, it is stupendous. It's absolutely fantastic. It's it- got a, got a great cast and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, visually stunning. I was telling Kyle, my co-host, that it looks like they animated a full regular movie and then put a bunch of stickers and doodles over it. Yeah, honestly. And I say that in the best way possible. The amount of decor this film has on top of it is something I've I've never seen before. It's really delightful. Yeah. The 
the writing is is not what I was expecting for like I think I remember seeing this trailer come out for a while ago and I couldn't have predicted what happened in the movie from the trailer. <laughs> oh, that's good. Which is, yeah, which is what you want out of a trailer. You don't want to give away too much. But the the robots, the two robots Aww. that have a friend yes. are, are still in my heart. I love them very dearly. <laughs> Me uh, too. I heard that Griffin McElroy is a voice in this movie, but I oh. could not I could not find him. He's in the credits. I- as like Where? an additional voice, but yeah, I don't, additional. I don't know. Huh. Well, it's a movie with a lot of lush detail packed in there. It could warrant many rewatchings. You'll hear them eventually. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I might rewatch that just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've been watching. Go check out Mid- the Mitchells versus the Machines on Netflix. It's, it's yeah, it's real good. <laughs> it is very good. But yeah. For today's episode, we watched three episodes of Kid Video. Uh, Kid Video is an 80s monster. (laughs) (laughs) It's a show about four kids in a band that Mm -hmm. get trapped in a cartoon world called The Flipside. Yeah. Uh, And most of the cartoon takes place in the cartoon world with them Mm -hmm. trying to get out. Uh, And there are music videos at the end of the episode. It's, It's... a, it's a lot of fun, and I'm surprised I didn't hear about this beforehand. It's <laughs> yeah. When you told me we're going to watch Kid Video, I didn't know what you were talking about because I was thinking of Kid Vid from the Burger King Kids Club. <laughs> I had to look this up. It is a. Uh, it's from nineteen. We're in from eighty four to eighty five. Sorry, I'm I'm stealing some of your facts here, and My it facts. is a combination. <laughs> They're all mine now. <laughs> it's a combination live action animated show in that they cast real teens to play the band in like the live action opening credits then they get sucked into the cartoon world where it's th- those actors voicing the cartoon portrayals of themselves and then at the end of the episode there is a live action music video starring the kids yeah. again there were uh stealing my own facts there were 26 episodes of this two mm-hmm. seasons and it seems like there was a, either a cover or an original song in every episode. So yeah, this was very like well produced. The music's like pretty good. It's like, it's it's 80s music, so it all kind of falls into like that kind of category of what you'd imagine when mm-hmm. you think about like very 80s influenced music. But other than that, it's it it all slaps. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. They play some original songs, and there will be uh a short presentation of a like a popular song played in some montage during the episode. Uh, it is very short. It is one hit clip worth of music that they play. <laughs> yes. Have we mentioned hit clips on the show before? <laughs> I believe this is, is it, it's inaugural mention. <laughs> we didn't have hit. We have not, we didn't have hit clips. We just saw have- them in, in Toys R Us. And we probably remember, wanted them. I remember vividly seeing it on, like, the edge of the entrance to the <laughs> aisle in Walgreens. The edge. Uh, I, I forget what that was called. I used to work in retail. I don't remember what those are called. An end cap. Uh, end cap, yeah. A, a side cap. There it is. Um, but yeah, it was just like... <laughs> it, it's like an SD card, but it had one song on it and a picture, a tiny, tiny picture of the band. 
I don't even uh, think it was an entire song. Like, I think it was only oh, like yeah. you get 90 seconds. That's all this thing can fit. And you've got like a tiny little player. And then you clip the hit clips onto the player to keep them nearby. I'm looking at this thing. It would be completely cumbersome to carry around more than like six songs at a time. And again, they're 90 oh, yeah. minutes. So you're going through all they're 90 seconds. So you're going through <laughs> yes. all of this effort to, to carry like four minutes. You've got yeah. all that hanging off of your backpack for like four minutes. They probably didn't release the rest of the song either. If it was a three-minute song, I doubt they did part one and part two. <laughs> so you're not even going to get the rest of that song. You're only going to get that 90, 90 seconds. I wanted all star. They only sell incomplete star. They only sold me star. <laughs> I want all <laughs> it's it's two halves that you unite like a friendship necklace. <laughs> anyway, that's nineties. We're talking about eighties. Yeah. Uh, let's let's run the facts of Kid Video real quick. It was created by four people who were essentially the executive producers. So this was kind of before uh the creators of the show got, you know, good billing. Uh so it was created by uh our old friend Jean Chalapine. Mm-hmm. Uh, of Ulysses 31 and Inspector Gadget and, and everything you know and love from the 80s. Also, <laughs> what's that? I'm, I'm just looking at pictures of hit clips. Somebody has made a hit clips patterned fabric that you can get on a face mask. Are they hit clips? Are they physical hit clips sewn together? No, it's just like... You illustrated little hit clips and you made a tileable pattern of them and printed it on fabric and now you wear it over your face for safety. Good. I didn't know... You, I, I don't know if I would recognize hit clips if seen out of context from... Uh, in like a pattern like that. But that's cool. Another creators of Kid Video were Andy Hayward, uh, who is... I think he's just like the CEO of like Deke. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what he did. Uh, we have uh, Mr. Haim Saban, that's that's Mr. Power Rangers, uh, <laughs> you know, head of Saban uh, Entertainment. And we also have, I'm going to mess this up. <laughs> okay, I'll just spell it. The first name is Y-E-H-O-S-H-U-A, uh, parentheses, Shuki Levy, uh, mm. who is a, a composer and like helped work on like Inspector Gadget and stuff, but mostly did like some of the music for the show. Mm -hmm. let's see 26 episodes ran from 1984 to 1985 country of origin usa Produ production companies saban productions deke enterprises original channel were was nbc oh. uh, adap adaptations the new category we're doing where they talk about like video games and stuff no video games for this just six direct to vhs tapes pretty much no hit clips um, no hit clips not for those not for these guys uh, let's talk about some popular voice actors. Who I imagine, at least for the four kids, are popular live action actors as well. Uh, only two of them really did a lot more after this. Mm. Uh, the first one uh, who played Wiz in the show is Robbie Rist, who you may know for playing Cousin Oliver in the Brady Bunch. Oh, he's got such a Cousin Oliver look to him. I didn't realize it was that kid. Yeah, not only that, but that actor also did the voice of Michelangelo in the 1990 TMT movie. 
Wow. Um, he's and Choji now he's, in the... Hmm? Now, he's the one who's a party dude. Is that correct? Let me check my facts. Yeah, that's a party dude. Okay. Party dude identified. Yeah. Michelangelo, he's a party dude. Uh, Robbie Rist also voiced uh, Choji in the Naruto English dub. He did a song for the Sharknado movies. Uh, wow! He plays Stuffy and Doc McStuffins. He's he's oh. done a lot of stuff over the years. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear Cousin Oliver went on to a prestigious career. Honestly, yeah. The other notable kid was, who played Carla is, oh my god, I loaded you, I preloaded these tabs for a reason, is Kathy Cavadini, who is best known for playing Blossom from Powerpuff Girls. Oh! Yeah. Wow. Way to go. She, she also played Dart in Doc McStuffins. She, she joined Robbie for that role. Um, <laughs> Reunion. Yeah. Also, I was looking on IMDb, and she is listed as Teenage Blossom in Johnny Test. Were the Powerpuff Girls on Johnny Test for multiple episodes? Uh, I don't... I don't know. I don't know anything about Johnny Test. All I know is I didn't like the show. But mostly no, I... because it was, like, over-flooded in the rerun market. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was on constantly. It was yeah. No, no repeat value. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, she's done a lot of stuff, but a lot of these credits are really just her playing Blossom again. Uh, we also have who played Ash as one of the kids is Steve Alterman. He hasn't really done anything you would know because almost all of these credits are additional voices, but he hasn't stopped doing additional voices since like up to like 2020. So oh, that's valuable work. Yeah, it's valuable work. Shout out to Steve Alterman for, you know, being a voice actor, getting out there. Damn, imagine how many times we've heard him yell in the background of something. We had no idea. Exactly. We also have Peter Renaday, who plays Master Blaster, the bad guy in this show. He is Abraham Lincoln from Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Uh, Don't and recall he's that. He's, he's done stuff in like Justice League. Samurai Jack. He he does like a lot of like little voices, but he is a very recognizable like he played a good bad guy in the show, so he's a good bad guy voice. Nice. Uh and we also have uh Susan Silo who plays one of the cool cats. Uh who is uh Wuya from Shaolin Showdown. Oh! Oh great! Oh that makes sense. Yeah, you can kind of hear it now. I'm I'm googling pictures of kid video. We watched episodes, mm-hmm. um, what was it? We watched three, eight, and 11. You mentioned yep. the show had two seasons. I can imagine that was cut in half, 13 and 13 for 26 total episodes. Did the animation mm-hmm. change in season two? Because when I'm Googling them, sometimes like I can tell it's an original you know, image from the show, but it looks very different. So I'm wondering if the style changed for the later episodes. Oh, I see that now. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to come back for uh, season two. Yeah, this looks a lot cleaner to recognize who these these kids are. Uh, what? Hold on. Why did Wiz get shorter later on? He's he's the same height as the rest of them in season one. <laughs> Maybe that's why they needed to differentiate the characters. <laughs> They're, they can't all be the same height. He is the only blonde kid, though, so I don't know why you needed more. 
It's, it's the only kid wearing a suit. Yeah, let's run down the characters real quick. We have a uh, kid video, which <laughs> I, I, honest to God, thought was just maybe the name of their band or the name of right. the show. No, no that's it's... the main character's name. <laughs> First name kid, last name video. Yeah, very lucky name. Uh, next, we have Wiz, who is kind of the tech guy. He's got like, mm-hmm. he's blonde with like a middle part and like big glasses with single dot eyes. Oh, um, great look. Yeah. We have I love Pat. a big pair of glasses with a single dot in each. Yes. <laughs> uh, we have Ash, who is like the, he's 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 the Green Ranger of the show. He's, he's the, <laughs> the oddball out of them, I think. Okay. Yeah, he does seem like he's the goofy guy. Like he's, you know, I think we see him wearing like a piano key suspenders. He's, he's the yeah. goof. Yeah, he plays keys in the band. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got like like sitars, uh, suspenders, uh, and a little tie. And we have, oh my god, Carla. Uh, we have Carla. Sorry, I had to verify that I wasn't gonna say the wrong name. Who is the girl of the group? <laughs> they didn't really dress her out to be like very stylish or give her a lot of features in this show. She wears like pink and has like long black hair. And that's about it. And where's like, oh, she's, yeah. she's the drummer in the group. She does get to be the first person we see in the live action opening credits. That's and she, true. She, she, she looks great in live action. She's very stylish. Yeah, we have. Well, the, we have the big bad who is uh, Master Blaster, who is just like a big business Robotnik. Right. Like. <laughs> Yeah. He just he just he's just a business guy in like a nice chair on like a little <laughs> floating apparatus. Yo, he reminds me of this is very obscure. He reminds me of that evil chairman from the Mystery Science Theater 3000 movie Overdrawn at the Memory Bank. The evil chairman? Like there's like so like um Raul Julia works for some company in that movie and there's like mm. so, some big guy's head who appears on a hologram all over the place. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I can see that. I need to rewatch that. Um, it's a good one. We also have the cats. We have uh, She Lion, uh, <laughs> Fat Cat, and Cool Kitty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cool Kitty wears sunglasses, dresses like Spike Spiegel, is yeah. a cat. Uh, <laughs> she Lion. Wears a weird jacket this and just a jacket and like sandals and I think that's it. Uh, also, as a cat, also as a cat, <laughs> and then we have Fat Cat, who is the the leader of a marching band, who got <laughs> lost from the cat. rest of his band, and is a cat. <laughs> <laughs> also, there is Glitter, who is oh, a yeah. small fairy who finds the kids as soon as they get t- uh, taken to the flip side. And I gotta say, when Master Blaster first shows up and yells at the kids, I'm gonna take you to the flip side, I thought it was just a turn of phrase. But no, that's the literal name of this music realm they get transported to. Glitter's this cute little fairy who flies around and helps the kids. And she apparently has, like, magic super strength that's only brought on when she sneezes. So there has to be an allergen around for her to sneeze and then use her powers in dangerous situations. She is the hero that everyone who has seasonal allergy needs. 
Right. I, I, I felt attuned to her. I relate with glitter. <laughs> all right. All right. We've talked about all the characters. Yeah. Let's get into the show. But first, we got to watch the theme song. Um, it's good. It's a minute and a half. It's one of our longer theme songs we've done. And for this, we're mostly just going to let it play because a lot happens and you'll be able to hear that. Uh, but... And then after that's done, then we'll kind of go back and talk about what happens, and then we'll go into the, mm-hmm. into the episodes. All right, Mel, you ready? Yeah. All right. It's a minute and 29. I'm starting it in three, two, one, play. Carla wakes yeah, up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That car is so cool. Yeah. Also, like, these are teens old enough to drive. Yeah. I, I noticed that, too. These are, like, 16 or 18-year-olds. Yeah, each they're of a little older. Yeah, they're a little older than, like, many protagonists of many Saturday morning cartoons. And now they're in a garage playing to a mirror. Here we go. <laughs> I want to say that as soon as I turned this on, I immediately really liked these kids. Just seeing yeah. all their faces. I think there's something they don't do much in the show. The characters aren't particularly rich, but there's something very charming about them. Yeah. And I love I love kid video staring straight at the audience and going, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. There was a lot of unintentional funny moments in the show that are just like from from that era. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as you could probably hear, they they were playing to a mirror and yeah. then Master Blaster came. He didn't come out of the mirror, but he appeared on the mirror. And it's like, hey, you're coming with me. Uh, and then they wake up in their cartoon bodies. Uh, <laughs> and they're in like, it's... <laughs> roaming hills of of graph paper and <laughs> yeah they're yes. floating in crystals with their it's them in a crystal their car in a crystal and all their instruments in a crystal and when and I, oh go ahead no i want to say about the visual uh style of flip side i was reading the wikipedia page for this show and it's supposed to be inspired by like album art like, like oh, psychedelic roger dean album art of the time yeah that's yeah. why it's all like a weird fantasy scape which is pretty cool yeah it wor- it definitely works for the show mm-hmm. here's uh, glitter flies in with her leg warmers and, and her little jane weedlin <laughs> haircut and her pumps <laughs> uh yeah she sneezes them free 
and then their car turns into this. <laughs> I didn't realize that it turns it into pops. it until we just watched it. It just warps immediately in front of your eyes. It, it to, like, like I don't know. It the yellow submarine-looking thing. Yeah, it magic school buses like into this yellow and orange striped like submarine hover car that they ride around yeah. in. Yeah, but yeah, their outfits are also very cool. <laughs> I do like their outfits. I, I, there's something off going through this opening credits, which is that Kid Video's eyebrows are the wrong color. He's got the actor is like really thick dark eyebrows even though he has blonde hair and that's carried through on like the regular character design but he's got blonde eyebrows in this opening which i think robs him of his greatest trait which is the eyebrows yeah yeah i don't he's eyebrows and he's yelling (laughs) i don't think that's uncommon for like animated characters where their eyebrows will be a darker color than their hair uh Usually for like blonde characters to like show like more emotion. Yeah. Oh, with a more like, easy to read eyebrow. I like how, I mean, it's not perfect, but like those animated characters look pretty decently like the live action actors. And yeah, they did a job. <laughs> I think another benefit of casting real live action actors to appear in live action and developing the animated portrayals of them based on that is that Wiz he's a chubbier fella but there's yeah. like no jokes about it it's never yeah. like oh whiz you and your burgers again like he's he's allowed to be chubby without being the chubby one yeah at least not in the three episodes we watched did it get bring up at any moment or implied at any moment mm-hmm. that, that he was a detriment for this <laughs> uh. yeah i like i said this isn't a very richly there's not a lot of character depth here but there are little things that i find charming like i like that the kid whatever the band is named i think it's just the kid video group i think they're named after the guy uh (laughs) they they get along well like i'm looking at them it's like they're kid video himself is kind of the leader and that it's he's the front man of the band and it's named after him but like the there's a lot of parody within the group like they're all pretty much equals they don't make fun of each other nobody's the misfit one yeah no good for them good yeah we should all aspire to the teamwork dynamics of kid video <laughs> uh so this first episode is called woofers and tweeters Mm-hmm. Uh, most of these episodes I picked on name alone. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there was a lot of like two-parters in this show. Oh. So I tried to only watch episodes that were standalones. Um, so yeah, this episode opens with all the kids floating in anti-gravity, is what they say, and like zero-g <laughs> in the car as it drives around. Mm-hmm. And they're like barely they're playing their instruments and music is happening, but they're kind of like Carla's barely able to hit her drums while floating in the air. Yeah. Uh, and they're just kind of playing music. And I think Kid says, uh the car like pulls to a stop at like a forest with lots of vines going everywhere. And Kid says, Hey, the audio the auto drive is stopping us. And then the animation just like freezes on their characters and the car stops and all their characters bang into the wall and fall <laughs> yeah it's, it it's just it's a very great. funny animation there's just like a hollow clunk noise that no human body would make yeah 
But yeah, it says, Glitter says they have arrived at Rock, I think it was Rock Salt Forest. Rock Stock Forest? I I don't know. <laughs> There's no subtitles for this. Yeah, um, and, <laughs> we're not and, watching and the YouTube. The... Ca- yeah, it's not the best transfer. No. Uh, yeah, YouTube captions aren't great. Um, and we, so we, they, so they arrive at this forest and it's being overgrown and like there's vines everywhere and glitter crashes into a cobweb and these little creatures appear. These are tweeters and woofers uh, and they're just like rejected McDonald's monster kids. <laughs> Like they're they're just like little, like a little bird body, but like a big horn nose and like big eyes and like curly hair. Yes. Uh, And they go and they eat the cobweb and they eat the vines that are going everywhere. Mm -hmm. And Glitter's like, it's fine as long as these guys are here. Uh, And then nets fall on them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think she mentions that. Or, or somebody mentions at some point that the forest is supposed to have a ton of those guys, but instead one woofer and one tweeter have shown up. And that's why uh-huh. the place is overrun with vines, because there's not enough of these creatures around to uh, eat the foliage to keep it at a, a manageable level. To, to balance this ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we cut to the cool cats. Or the, the copycats is what the, the show copycats. Goes yeah. But they're, they're cool cats. They are cool. Uh, uh, so we just cut to them just like loafing around. And then Master Blaster comes in and <laughs> he approaches this like control board. And we see all of the woofer and tweeters caught in like a grid. And I don't remember what he uses them for or what his plan is. It, they're going to generate some sort of musical energy, which is why he kid he found somehow and kidnapped Kid Video and brought them to the flip side to harness their energy to control yeah. the world with music. Yeah, this I think this whole world, the flip side, is all mm-hmm. music based in yes. some way. Uh, so everything is music energy here. Um, <laughs> that's it's this world's midichlorians yeah exactly you have a lot of music in your blood <laughs> and then he master blaster is talking and then the cats are like moving this giant statue head mm-hmm. version of master blaster and accidentally drop it on him flattening him we don't hear from him for the rest of the scene uh <laughs> and then the cats fall and they and they land on their feet and they say something about Cats always land on their feet, and then they start to crumble from the from the feet up, like Tom and Jerry's. And then the ah! scene cuts away, and I just assume all these characters are dead now. There's also a scene where I think it's uh, Fat Cat. He like get, he gets smashed against something, and his body compresses into a little puck, which is very Tom and Jerry. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I mean, they are cats. This is how they, cats in animation right. work. Right, you can take after Tom, you can take after Sylvester, um, Garfield, Heathcliff, the primary cats. It's it's one of the two. You have to pick, it's one of the two. You have to pick your (laughs) class of cats. This is D&D now. Pick your animation cats. Please, let's make an all cartoon cats D&D party. Honestly, that sounds like a blast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Meowth is a rogue. Yeah. 
Do we need, are we going to take a second to talk about what their classes are? I am going to keep thinking about whatever Garfield okay. would be. <laughs> I don't know anything about Heathcliff personality-wise. I don't know who Heathcliff is or what he does. I think Garfield is a bard because he sings on the fence tops. Is that him or is that Heathcliff? No, Garfield sings on fence tops. Okay. He kills spiders. Yeah, like bards do. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, I think to Tom is a ranger. Okay. Well, yeah. This will be a Patreon exclusive episode. So well, back to well, the kids. <laughs> back to the kids. They have been, uh, they're, they're tied up in nets and they've been kidnapped by the stereo people who yeah. are these people who have two heads on their bodies. Which is a stereo. very good show. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a fun visual, but the leader is a guy named uh, Buckthorn, which to- they had to say it like four times because I, until I heard it was that and not Buttthorn. Uh, so the leader is this guy named Buckthorn, and his two heads both have a hat, and but like the brims of the hats are squished up in the middle where the two heads meet. So like they they are a race of two headed people, but like their hats aren't planned for that. They're wearing the hat that somebody with one head would wear. <laughs> Fools. <laughs> They clearly adapted their hat technology from another culture. (laughs) Yeah, Buckthorn has kidnapped them because they've seen all the woofers and tweeters are gone. They they can tell it's Master Blaster, and they think these kids are working for Master Blaster, and they're there to get the last two. Yeah, so they're they're talking to Buckthorn, and they're trying to convince him. And Buckthorn's like, "Okay, you can try and prove your innocence. You can." You can try and prove your innocence, but only two of you are allowed to leave. So Kid Video <laughs> and Glitter mm-hmm. leave to go meet the old man of the mountain, <laughs> which right. is just kind of a, a phrase they drop on us. Yeah. And then the, we, <laughs> I, so here on the happens. flip side, they can have anything. Yeah, they climb up the face of a mountain that is a man. Something I always love. I love when there's a creature so big that it is part of the landscape. Yeah. And the mountain man sings to them. He sings a little song that goes, if you want to... Like two lines. It's, it's a very little song. It's less yeah. than a hit clip. He sings, if you want to climb, ride a white pony, which has to be about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, they interpret that as, oh, the story of the Trojan horse. Tro- from a, a lesson that does not exist in this world. Right, yeah, Kid Video has to teach this to Glitter, who's never heard of it. He explains his version of the Trojan horse story, and they are explaining this to to Buckthorn that, like, look, we'll get in this big cocoon uh, that the Woofers and Tweeters would be in, and we'll show up to the cool cats, and they'll take us back, and then we'll jump out, and we'll rescue all the Woofers and Tweeters. What they don't realize while they're explaining this is the cool cats are, like, up on a ledge watching and listening to this. Also, in, so that he can get out easily later, Kid has put a zipper in the cocoon. <laughs> As you do. Like, like he just has... Like, he just has a loose zipper from something. 
It's got to be a lot. It's got to be longer than like a pant zipper, at least like a jacket zipper. If it's big enough for him to squeeze his body out of. And he had Listen, the sewing the skills or the adhesive or something to attach it to a cocoon, whatever the cocoon is made out of. Yeah. <laughs> this is the 80s. They put zippers on everything. That's true. Yeah. Like everybody's clothes are just plural zippers. Yeah. It's like how everyone had like a. Uh little bobby not bobby pins maybe it is bobby pins or the the little things with the no not bobby pins the safety the pins t- safety pins to like pockets full of safety pins to pin on like uh patches and stuff like that yeah yeah there was a whole era of having that in your pockets mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so, so yeah <laughs> the cats the cats find the rec the cocoon uh and they you know very loud like oh a cocoon we will now take this to our base and show Master Blaster. Uh, but they like take a little like stick and like wedge the zipper closed mm-hmm. so they can't open it. Uh, and then we cut to <laughs> the cats lounging against a tree, uh, just with the cocoon on its like a little like stretcher, and <sighs> Footloose starts playing the full uh, song then- <laughs> Footloose. Not the full song. A hit clip's worth of Footloose plays while they run around with the cocoon being chased by a swarm of bees that comes out of that tree. The the full song in that this isn't a... This isn't doesn't sound like Footloose. This is Footloose. There's so much it, licensed music in this show. It is, it's like... It's a, a very close cover of Footloose. I don't think that was actually Kenny Loggins. I don't know. It sounded a lot like it. Kenny Loggins, the cool cat. So the the cats make so the cats are chased into their base by bees, and then they pull out the fire hose, you know, that every base has, and they blast the bees with water, and the water ends up getting on Master Blaster, and he presses a button on his chair that turns off the water to the fire hose, uh, and the cats explain like, sorry about that, but here's. Uh, a cocoon that has kid video and glitter in it kid and kid and glitter figure out that the jig is up and this is the first time we see where glitter uses her sneezing power to escape uh which every time this happens in the show where they're trapped and they don't know how to how to leave glitter just has to sneeze that's the Mm -hmm. solution for every episode (laughs) They, Uh, they haven't learned to like carry a knife in their pocket no there's no knives in music land only music Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah they sneeze their way out the cocoon explodes and then kid uh pulls out the fire hose that they use and point it at the controls for the woofer and tweeter tower and says if you don't back off i'm gonna blast this and then he blasts it and he you know frees all the woofers and tweeters and uh master blaster's pa- plan is foiled and we cut back to the stereo people and uh, they they say like, oh, the Woofers and Tweeters are back. We we weren't your enemies. And the stereo people were like, thank you so much. We'll sing songs of you in our culture. And the and the kids are just like, okay, that sounds fine. <laughs> Bye. That's probably what everybody offers the kids, though. If this is a music land, that's like the payment they have. So they're like, this is like the fourth song somebody's tried to write about us. So it's it's not exciting anymore. Yeah. Uh, then we the, get a music video, a live-action music, music video. This music video is wild. 
it's it's so fun. I forget how the song goes, but it's like the little plot of it is that the kids are in a, re- a recording booth and Kid and Carla are arguing in the booth while Ash and Wiz sit outside at like the control board. Like, oh, look at the two of them go. And then Carla gets mad and storms off and she gets in her car and she like drives across the West and she stops at a diner and then everybody's well, be- there. Before she gets to the diner, she sees all these advertisements on the way. Eat and it's at her Bud's. friends. It's her friends like animating in the in the advertisements and looking at her and at well before she gets to the diner there's a motorcyclist and it looks like it's just kid but it doesn't it's it must have just been like oh it's a motorcycle or is it kid yeah yeah and she gets to the diner and like they're all there not exactly them but like oh i see my friends faces everywhere except she encounters an old man whose kid video like covered in makeup and she looks at him and he looks at her and she takes his hand like that one apparently like i don't know about the others i don't know if wiz actually got a job as the short order cook at this diner (laughs) in order to convince carla to come back but that is definitely kid video an old man makeup just waiting at this diner to see carla yep and then and then she uh it cuts from her holding his hand to like Mm -hmm. her walking back into the recording booth and everyone's recording the song uh, the song is like "Come Back to Me," is I think what yeah. they were singing. Uh, yeah. So it's all about come back to the recording studio or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she comes back and they're singing the song, and it, that's that's about it. That's the end of the video. <laughs> it's great. It's it's a really good video. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's so fun. <laughs> next episode, episode eight, music sports. Music, music sports. Uh, you know, and this ep- <laughs> music sports. <laughs> Right, and the plot of this episode is that it is the flip side musical sports meet. It's like yeah. an Olympics, and uh, Kid Video is one team. The Copycats are another team. There's other teams that don't matter. There's, so there's so the other teams were mermaids, just mermaids, uh, <laughs> like you're familiar with. You know, you know mermaids. It's mermaids. Yeah, uh, and and the other one was Beat Burrs. Or beat buds or something like that, and it was just like little, sil- like silver spheres with heads, just <laughs> bouncing around. What it looked around. like, what it looked like was if you were a centaur, but instead of your bottom half being a horse, your bottom half is a pinball. Exactly. <laughs> That's this your looks hell. like something Sid would make out of two different toys. Probably. Oh, uh, at the beginning of this episode, we get a Master Blaster monologue. Mm-hmm. This individual line out of context is great. Uh, talking to the to the cool cats, to the copycats, he says, "Once you win the flip side musical sports meet, I'll have everything I need to complete my bomb." <laughs> yes, and la- later the kids are spying on the copycats, talking to Master Blaster, and apparently his plan is to um, okay, if you win music sports. You're in control of all of Flipside's music for a year. And yeah. if this happens, then he will he's going to control all the music. He's going to use the music energy to fi- finish his, quote, horrible bomb that will <laughs> enslave everybody. I don't know how. I don't know if it's just the threat of the bomb I, that I will so. enslave people or if it's like 
I don't know, is it a, I don't know what sort of bomb it is. Maybe it involves some sort of a mind control gas. We don't know. Yeah. We don't we know, only know that bomb. it's horrible. <laughs> this is a bad bomb, y'all. And like, the, like, of course a bomb is horrible. We all know this. I think it's funny that, like, Cool Kitty says to his boss, you will finish your horrible bomb. <laughs> There's a lot of out-of-context lines in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they start with the sports tournament. Uh, the first one is just a run. Just doing a run, jumping over some hurdles that are just music notes. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, I think it's the cats win that one because the Master Blaster gave them special RC shoes that he can <laughs> control to make them go faster, but also it hurts them. Oh, so it's the three copycats versus uh, Kid Video, Carla, and Ash. I think you can only have three people on a team. So Wiz is like their coach and Glitter yeah. is dressed as a cheerleader, which is very cute. Uh, and they're pre- competing in these games against each other. The copycats always have a way to cheat, a way to win. And all of this takes place to owner of a lonely heart. Yeah, it does. Which <laughs> <laughs> makes Footloose barely made sense. It only made sense in that they were running away from something. They were using their feet. You could say those feet were loose. Yeah. I don't I don't know what, what the yes hit owner of a lonely heart has to do with cheating in the Olympics. I guess the lonely heart is Master Blaster. <laughs> He's lonely without the control of everyone in the flip side. He just wants friends. He just wants friends and domination. Um, yeah. After, after the run, uh, the next sport is the horn vault, where mm-hmm. part of your team sits at the bo- at the horn of a of a saxophone. Yeah, and the rest of your team blows into it. And knocks you over it like you would a pole vault yeah. over the very tall bar. <laughs> I love this. It's so silly. Yeah. Uh, after they catch the cool cats, I'm just going to keep calling the cool cats instead of the copycats. Yeah, I, yeah. They. <laughs> I agree. They are cool. I liked them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the cool cats, uh, after he catches them talking to Master Blaster, the next event is Freeform. Which is just, everyone is on stage just playing music and that's it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just Battle of the Bands. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Kid Video does their, their bit, everyone likes it. And then, like, the stage is a record and the record spins and the next band shows up. And it's the Copycats. And <laughs> they get, like, a little awkward start and then Wiz is like, hey, that's not them playing. And then they go backstage to try and figure out where the music is coming from. And... I don't know what the animation team was going for, but it's just like a little white box with four tubes plugged into it. Yeah, I couldn't tell what it was, but Wiz can apparently figure it out. Oh, and this whole time, like, they know the copycats are cheating, and Wiz keeps saying, we have to cheat back. And they're like, no, Wiz, we're not doing that. (laughs) But Wiz is going to, like, tinker with this box and, like, turn it around on the copycats. Yeah, uh... But yeah, so so far they haven't they haven't scrounged up enough evidence to show yeah. the judges that the copycats have been cheating. So Wiz is just getting angrier and angrier. Like we gotta we gotta cheat to show that they're cheating. Uh, so before the next event, the scoreboard that's been tallying everything up. Which, by the way, 
the scoring for this sports meet is <gasps> if you do good at this game, you get 10 points. But <laughs> so far, for, for the episode... <laughs> The other two teams don't get any points. It's right, just about it the copycats in the kid video. It doesn't even say zero. Like they're just no. black squares. Like they're, they're null. <laughs> they're just non-entities. It's not that they didn't win. It's that they just didn't. They're just not protagonists or antagonists. They're just exactly. also they're just citizens. So the scoreboard uh, changes from being twenty to twenty to uh i think it was 20 to 20 or, or 20 to 10 to being mm-hmm. 30 to 10 in the copycat's favor and then they go into the scoreboard which is very large building and it's just like the scoreboard is just like instead of being a screen it's just a big hollow like building with like tech <laughs> on the inside it's like a crt tv where you like it's got a big back Except it's hollow, and you can just go climbing around back there. It's full of utility corridors. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so they go in there, and they see that the copycats were messing with it. And then they go to leave for the next event, uh, and they get trapped in there. And so they can't make it in time for the next event. And meanwhile, Wiz is like, "I using all this tech, if I start tearing this thing apart, I can make a device that will break their RC shoes and, and you know, they'll, they'll just be working normally. Mm. Uh, their feet, that is, will be working normally. <laughs> and so he's pulling things out of the wall, like just ripping wires out, and the scoreboard changes to a pair of, like, lips that just start speaking and, like, singing. Yeah. And it just sings. What does it sing for this? I don't know. Like, I didn't... It was either an original song or a song I didn't recognize. Yeah, but it it starts singing. Meanwhile, Wiz is like dodging sparks that are coming out of the walls, and then he just breaks, starts break dancing to spinning yes. to avoid it, and it yes. knocks up a lot of dust and glitter sneezes, and they get out of there, and mm-hmm. the scoreboard flies into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. It it just this big black square that just flies out of its hold and into the sky. Uh, the final game of music sports is uh, guitar bob sledding. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, it's just, guitar it's, luge with like loops. Yes. Yeah, it, with like um, musical themed obstacles that you have to encounter. Which I I I saw cool runnings. I don't think they in regular luge you don't have obstacles. You just go. But well, that's, yeah, that's they the have to... side, not the flip side. Right, they have to. It's like mini golf over here, where you have to like avoid being crashed by cymbals. You have to go like through the handle of a trombone. Yep. And I guess they win. I didn't write that part down. <laughs> but yeah. So Wiz's tech works, and and like it stops the the cats from, uh, from their their shoes from working. Mm. And they, I think they resort to throwing pies. The cats do, <laughs> uh, but not in time because the kids uh, kid video wins. <laughs> They win They win the sports meet, and they decide to let music be free, Aladdin and Genie style. They're like, <laughs> we're not going to take control of what's happening. You, yeah. You can play whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, be free. And that's, that's pretty much the end, yeah. And then the, the music video is them on stage playing the song You Better Run, 
which was the that was the song at the end for the okay uh, yeah the bobsledding scene. That's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah, um, this is just a performance video. There's no little story that goes along with it. Uh, it's yeah. just them wearing brightly colored outfits. Yeah, and then so so Wiz has a like a double neck guitar, mm-hmm. which has like a guitar and bass in it, and he's mostly singing. And he's got a set of pipes. If it's if this was really him singing, it was really good. I don't know if it was, but it is cool that he's the double neck guitar. He's moving around a lot. He's got a lot of physical maneuvers. He looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I appreciate Wiz a lot because I feel like in another show, he would have been like this kid they make fun of. But no, he's he's equal with the rest of them. He's literally a rock star in this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's not just Uh, like the dork who they keep around because he knows how to fix their equipment. Yeah. I also wanted to note out note that Ash in this music video is playing a, a keytar, but he also has a stack of three <laughs> keyboards to the left of him. That's that for so a second many. he goes and plays like a couple notes and then goes yeah. back. He also just has like oh, it's him or kid video, I forget which, but like they just have like a bandana tied around their leg. I think yeah. Wiz just has a bandana tied around his arm. <laughs> you know for fashion i am certain this is something that our older brother did w- w- oh this. yeah like not well when this came out he would have been seven but i don't think then but when he was 12 i'm almost certain he just tied a bandana around his leg for style we'll have to remember to ask him when he when he comes on the show yes uh, all right. Last episode is professor is is episode eleven. Professor Professor Maestro is the name of the mm. episode. Uh, this episode for the the video we got, the quality was not as good as the last episodes, mm-hmm. and you can tell because right away when the video starts, you get that nice big fuzz uh, wave. Yeah. As you can tell, like oh, this is a VHS recording, as the yeah. audio and video warps when it happens. And they've added the episode title in with like Windows Movie Maker or something, yeah. and it cuts off this... the the opening credits, which I was sad about because I I just wanted to hear Kid Video shout "Yeah" at me again. <laughs> Not here, unfortunately. I'll edit him at shouting "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Uh, so this episode opens on the cats and Master Blaster talking about the Groove Machine. Which is a little thing that Ash has had in previous episodes where it's just like a little like, it's like a little like, not soundboard, not a I mixer. I what it is, yeah. There's a, there's a name for those things that like just has buttons on it that just do audio that are, are fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's a word for it. <laughs> a synth, maybe? Like a little synth box? Maybe. I was trying to think of what's the name of the thing that Phil Collins talks into when it makes, makes his voice a robot. Like a Vox box? I've never seen one of those. Dad described it to me once, but I, he there's, didn't have a picture. There's a musician that popularized that, and I think it's named after him, but I can't remember what it is. Because when I think of looking, it, I think of like... Um, are you looking it up? I can feel it coming in the air tonight. And uh, Frampton, Frampton had one. My type in box box. Yeah. <laughs> Is it called a Frampton box? Maybe. Oh man, there's something called a Vox box. It's it's like a, a 
a box you get, like a subscription <laughs> box. That's not oh. it. <laughs> it's got people that yell at you in it. People Hold yell at it and send it to you. Box that makes you sound like a robot. It's like a tube that you put in your mouth. Right. It's a. That's what Dad said. It's a tube. What is it? What's this thing called? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to type in a tube that makes you sound like a robot. It's Is it just called a talk box? Is that it? Maybe. <laughs> this isn't helpful. I don't, I'll have to ask Dad or, or Frampton. There's an artist on TikTok that uses one that is uh, amazing, does amazing music. That's um, good. I'm glad yeah. people are still at it. Okay, Peter Frampton tube that makes you sound like a robot. It is, it is called, I, I'm so happy I typed in that phrase and the top suggestion was Peter Frampton. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is called a talk box. It, 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 oh man, it just looks like a little pedal thing with a small hose coming out of it. Yeah, you can just wow, plug it this, into instruments. This thing does not look fancy. No, Ama- no, most... Uh, most- Music at like accessories aren't okay. Well, well, what I've learned is that whatever the the groove machine is, it doesn't look like this. No. <laughs> anyway, oh, a, vo- a vocoder. That's what it's called. <laughs> a vocoder. There we go. <laughs> oh, that was a that. Lo- that was that was a long walk for a small glass of water. <laughs> I don't. It was an important music history lesson. <laughs> anyway, that's not what the groove machine looks like. No. The machine looks like a little case of watercolor, like, palettes. <laughs> it does, yeah. It just has this lid, and there's just, like, a little grid of, like, colored squares. Yeah. Um, anyway, little that's speaker. The cats and Master Blaster are after this for some reason. I, I think we don't know why Ash has this. I'm betting it's something he got in episode one, which we didn't watch. Maybe it's, well, the car transformed when they got to the flip side. Maybe this is some uh, earthly object that got transformed also. Maybe. Uh, but anyway, the, uh, we cut back to the, to the kids, and their car has taken them to a place called Maestroville, uh, which is where they're hoping to, f- to find Professor Maestro, and he, maybe he'll help them get them get. Maybe he'll help them get home. <laughs> and they get into this like weird mishmash of like game buildings. It looks yeah. like it's going to be a mad mod episode. <laughs> uh, right. They get there and they're like, this looks like an arcade. W- why? <laughs> we thought this guy yeah. was a scientist. What's going on? They get there, into. Go ahead. Isn't, isn't there an X-Men villain called Arcade that traps you in an arcade? Uh, probably. <laughs> Okay. We'll I can't continue. remember off the top of my head. Yeah, we can't do another tangent. Okay. Um, his name was Vocoder. <laughs> <laughs> so they they're inside the building, and it, there's these horrible clown faces, like clown faces without makeup, people faces. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> like, I don't know how to describe them. They're, I guess like doll faces. There's something wrong all, with these faces. All of us have clown faces without makeup until we put the makeup on. <laughs> sure we do. Uh, but there are these faces on the walls that are just shooting like little brown discs that are ping-panging off the wall. 
Yeah, they're uh, trapped in an air hockey table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, and so it's, it's like it's Ash's idea to like jump on the discs and they ride them and they have to jump. They end up jumping into this man's, uh, th- this face's mouth. Uh, and they come out and uh, they press a button and candy comes out. Like, oh, you did it. Here's a bunch of candy instead of like tickets. Oh, and they just stuff it in their pockets. Uh, <laughs> tickets, and they, and... the healthier snack. <laughs> Much higher fiber. And they are in a laboratory and they see a vault door in the wall. Uh, and they're like, oh, that must be where the Professor Maestro is. Mm. And they're trying to like talk to him. And Professor Maestro, they're asking like, Professor Maestro, are you in there? And he's like, am I? Would I, would I be? Like this whole episode, he's like, when they ask him anything, he's like, would it? Could it be? Why would he see that? He is a next level absent-minded professor and that he's not even sure of his own existence. Exactly. When uh, they find so him, they... he's he's stuck in a computer game and their so idea I... is to so rescue before... him. Hmm? I was going to say, we didn't get to, like, how Glitter opens this. Oh, sure. Okay, okay. Then we'll talk about the computer game. Because Glitter... So the way they get into it is they... Glitter sneezes because they wipe off, like, a chalkboard and, like, use the chalk to make Glitter yes, sneeze. Yes, yes. Uh, and <laughs> I thought she was going to sneeze and blow the door open. Instead, yeah. she sneezes and then just kicks a crack in the door, picks it up, and crumples it like a soda can. She's strong! <laughs> She's strong. And then they go in. Right. So, and then they find Maestro stuck in a computer game. There's like a big keyboard on the floor, like the big piano. And they're hopping on the the buttons trying to get him out. And their strategy is, if he's stuck in the computer, to rescue him, we need to print him out. (laughs) So they start hopping on keys. And (laughs) and another montage happens where he's jumping from like classic game to classic game. Yeah, and then they they print him out like on dot matrix paper. <laughs> and he like that. he does the blows on his thumb trick to reinflate himself and they ask oh Professor Maestro, Professor Maestro, are you alright? And he's like, I'm just thirsty. And then he just walks <laughs> away. I I love the I it's so funny to me. I don't know why nothing else has ever tried this. If somebody's stuck in a computer, you print them out. I, that should have been the conclusion to Scooby-Doo and Cyber Chase. I hope that's Tron 3. Just print Jeff Bridges. Print him. And he'll be print alive him. again. Why didn't you think of this? Right. So uh, the professor, they asked the professor, can you get us home? He's like, oh, yeah, uh, I just need the uh, group machine to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he he says this in a very backwards way because he's crazy. But he's like, yeah. oh, I'll need the groove machine. Uh, and then the copycats come in, swipe the, the, uh, swipe the machine. They literally they... just walk up and take it out of his hands like nobody saw them. And then they, behind them, they shoot this, like, it's like a piping gun or like the gun you would use for, like, spraying bees. And they just say, use the grease gun. And they just blast grease behind them. But they spray too much and they slip and they fall. Uh, <laughs> and they end up, like, in this, like, factory. But they end up getting away. 
Mm-hmm. And then, so they have to figure out where the cool cats took the uh, groove computer or the groove machine. And so the professor tells them, oh, we have to go to the pinball machine. So they go to this like <laughs> 10 story tall, like monstrous pinball machine. And they it pans up and lightning strikes. So you know it's serious business. <laughs> and there's no, there's no like theme to this pinball machine except for like, there's like a hot dog and like a hamburger on like the headboard of it. And a mustard. No ketchup, a mustard. only mustard. You know, <laughs> this is the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> They've never, they don't know the Trojan horse and they don't know ketchup. Exactly. Uh, and the professor says you have to score 10,000 points and then the pinball machine will answer any question you want, which is very powerful. Uh, but it's it's life-size, so Wiz has to be the ball. Meanwhile, the professor and the kids are pressing the, the paddle buttons. Um, they win. Uh, they ask the pinball machine. They could ask them any question. And they ask, hey, where did the copycats take the group <laughs> Not like, hey, this professor is kind of crazy. How do we get home? Yeah, yeah. Like... The- <laughs> Not like, will we be famous musicians? Nothing like that. They're just like, I need to further the plot along. Where do they take the group machine? We believe that the professor said, if we get this machine, we can go home. So let's ask about the machine. We don't want to ask, how do we get home? And then it's like, yeah, you go get the groove machine. Where's the groove (laughs) machine? Oh, you spent your one question. Sorry, kids. 10,000 more points. (laughs) So they find out that it's in... They found out that the, the cats are in a maze. Uh, and we cut to them, and they're walking around this this black and white maze. And a bunch of greaser werewolves appear. Huge heads. Sweet yeah. cartoon dogs with big, like, mascot-sized heads. It's like how big Scrappy-Doo's head was at the end of the live-action Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah! It's like that in proportionate. But yeah, they're just like greaser werewolves. They got greaser like leather jackets and like white shirts on. And they're chasing these cats around. And Master Blaster goes to save them, lowers an elevator for them. And then the cats run in, but so do the werewolves. And then Glitter comes by and swipes the groove machine back. And so they get away. And like the Master Blaster has this like ship. We haven't talked about the ship yet. It's It's their base that is like... It's like a like a it's not a dome. It's a jukebox. Is it? I think so. It's a weird dome with like a like a dimple at the top. But yeah, they they float away on that and that goes shaking off into the distance as it's now full of werewolves. Um, <laughs> you say werewolves like you presume they have human forms that we just don't get to see. Well, they call them wolves, but they're 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 bipedal. So we we don't know the flip side. Maybe they're werewolves. Maybe that's just how wolves do over there. The werewolves in that wolves, our wolves go over to the flip side and become their wolves. <laughs> it's their wolves. I mean, it's their wolves down there. <laughs> I mean, the copycats, uh, they walk around on two legs and wear clothes. Yeah, but they're their own thing. They're copycats. I don't know. I, I we don't have enough evidence to decide the animal rules of the flip side. We, no, we're not here for that. We're not here to Darwin the, this up. 
The important part is that Glitter saves the groove machine and they take it to the professor. And the professor's like, definitely, now that I have this, I can figure out my uh, flip side dim dimensional reverser to send you home. I just need to consult that equation I wrote on the chalkboard. And Wiz is like, ah, beans, I erased the, the, the chalkboard <laughs> to make Glitter sneeze to get us to see you in the first place. So, uh, and that's kind of where the episode ends. They're, they're, they're yeah. fucked. They can't get back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only episode 11. You know, presumably yeah. after another tw uh, 15 episodes, they figure it out and go home. I hope the show ends with they do get to go home and it doesn't just stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they have to. It's going to be a lot easier to film a live action finale. So I'm sure they <laughs> went in the ways of the budget. Mm. Um, but yeah, so the the music video for the end of this, we can only presume was going <laughs> to be them riding around in the desert, uh, with little like three wheeled like like buggies, uh, yeah. wearing wearing they're all wearing this uniform. I don't remember the name of the uniform or the origin of the uniform. But yeah, it's like the little like caps with the You've bill. Seen and it? The, yes, and they have like the big like neck like cloths. They cover the necks. Yeah. And they have like a sash like on them. I don't know if it's tan. a sash or if that's like the strap that has their canteen and the canteens on the back. Oh, like maybe. Like you've you've seen you've seen that outfit. You've like seen a, or like a cartoon character dressed in that outfit. You're right. I also don't know where where it's from, but it, it just stops abruptly. Like yeah. it cuts the music video off and then it plays last week's music video again. Yeah, the, not like because we didn't watch these in sequential order, so it didn't. It just happened to play the last music video we saw, which was for right. episode eight. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, so this was a fault of the recording we watched. We probably could have like hunted down the right music video, but it's fine. <laughs> I I would like to. I really loved that first one uh, where they go to the diner and kid videos wearing old man makeup. So I would I would love to search out other music videos from this show to see what those are like because right yeah. now not counting this third one because we barely saw any of it one is like a very straightforward it's just them performing and the other one is a wacky skit and i want to know like where the other ones fall on that spectrum yeah i would i honestly now that we we finished talking about it, these are all the episodes we watched looking back yeah. i would probably watch more of this show yeah it's got it's got good charm good characters it's got good tunes uh but yeah i would like to see where this show goes i don't know if i would watch all 26 episodes but uh i would definitely watch <laughs> more of the show i'd love to hear the highlights i'd love to hear like uh from a kid video fan from back in the day what are the best ones yeah, yeah this show i the plots aren't thrilling uh, it, it, it doesn't go very deep, but there's something about these kids that I like in both live action and animated form. Yeah, I would like to see more of them. And like when when I pitched the show, I thought like, oh, these are kids that are able to turn into cartoons. Uh, and that's the game. that's what I thought it was going to be. Uh, they chose no, to do this. Yeah, this is this is like a thing they do. But no, they're trapped here. So. I would I would like to see more of them uh, in like live action like acting roles, but yeah, I would I would watch more of this. Hmm. Uh, we watched this on YouTube, so if you are interested, you can watch it there. Uh, good luck. <laughs> 
finding good quality. We watched this. These were okay qualities. These aren't the like the the best quality you could find, but they were watchable. Um, at least what we could find. But yeah, that's kid video. Um, Mel, this was my pick. Mm. Watching this one. Normally, it would be your turn to pick what we're watching, but we have a guest next time. Next time, we'll be watching Mummies Alive, and our, our guest will be Sarah, who uh, I met on uh, uh, <laughs> I met in a Discord server for a, a podcast we both like. Uh, they reached out about Mummies Alive, and I was like, hey, why don't you come on and join us for that episode uh, if this is a show that you really liked? So look forward to that episode uh, next time. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys would like to recommend shows for us to watch, give us any questions or comments about the show, you can reach us uh, via email, SaturdayMOPod at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at SaturdayMOPod. If you would like to leave a five-star review on iTunes or any podcatcher for the show, we would love it. It helps people find the show. And if you can send us a screenshot of a five-star review, we'll read it on the show. If you'd like to talk to me on Twitter, I am at JamsWilk. Mel, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcasts with the Whatnots Network. You can hear me on the Review Show every week, which is our book club style media discussion show. And the Captain's Log, which is our nonsense chat show about everything else. If you want to hear more about the Mitchells and the Machines, go listen to their episode. Yeah, yeah, convenient timing. Yeah. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. And don't forget, relax, kick back. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Now we've got to save Wiz. If it isn't too late, don't worry. The Wolfers and Tweeters will take care of that. The forest is beautiful now that it's back to normal, Buckthorn. Thanks to all of you. Sorry we treated you so badly. We really thought you worked for the Master Blaster. Hey, wait for me. Whoa! You'll have plenty of time to do that while we're trying to find our way home. Your bravery will be recorded in the songs we sing about you in the forest. Yeah, that sounds okay. If you really want to do it.